Hello, welcome to the With It podcast. My name is Jeremy Hoffman. Our goal with the With It podcast is to share authentic, truthful, expansive perspectives around subjects like mindfulness, mindset, entrepreneurship, spirituality, relationships, so that you can take this information, apply it into your life, and in your own way, get with it. With it is not something that I have or that any of the guests have. Being with it is a state of mind, and more so, it's a state of being. So tune in and get ready to get with it in your own way. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Get With It podcast. I'm very excited today to have Taylor joining me to explore. And both of us are very intuitive. We both have a lot of, you know, wisdom to share, but it comes through us in moments. And I was introduced to her through Instagram. I had began to follow her page and really appreciated her sense of energetic dynamics and embodiment in the transformational coaching that she offers, as well as many other hats that I know she wears as well. So I'm very excited to have this conversation and I trust that you guys will all be able to take bits of universal truth and embody it back into your everyday lives. So Taylor, welcome. Thank you. Mm, Thank you for having me. I'm super thrilled and very, very excited to be here. Yeah, me as well. And to start, I'd love to just hear more about you know, where you're at right now, what you're doing and how you got into, I don't even know if spirituality or personal development or transformation is the right word, but however you coin that, like, how did you get to where you are right now doing what you do? Mm, That's a beautiful, a beautiful and a very deep question because there's so many layers to it. And there's so many pathways that brought me to where I am now. But I would say it's a combination between me not only following what felt most aligned with what was showing up on my path, but also the unraveling between what was being presented to me. So I feel like it was a combination between life circumstances happening to me and also me deciding who I wanted to become through those life circumstances. And so I feel like life just kind of brought me down this path and invited me on this journey and Hmm. uh, my soul chose to walk it. And now my human is just experiencing it. That's so beautiful. (laughs) I, I think that the, the human body is the house of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, I think in some ways we have similar stories because that's kind of how I would, from our previous conversation as well, like life is just kind of like giving us these breadcrumbs yeah. and we're just showing up. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, and I, I from, you know, tuning into you, it's, it's really just about showing up for ourselves and then mm-hmm. having that belief. And, mm-hmm. and that's like the beauty, beauty of it and being able to embody through our movement and, and through this physical vessel is so beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What have you, what has helped you the most in your transition? And I'll kind of speak to this as well, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, I know you weren't always doing what you do. You weren't always helping people, you know, making good money and, and thriving in the way that you are. What was something that, you know, obviously allowing life to teach you has been huge. Mm -hmm. um, Every moment we are, are learning. Right. But what is something that has really helped you like go to the next level in, in your personal life, in your business life. 
Mm, I think for me, I think for me, honestly, it's been a lot to do with mentorship and leadership, like learning how to not only Mm. become a leader, but having someone that I see as an example of what's possible. And that was really what was showing me who I could become along the way. Mm. So with my journey, I had been walking down a really, I'm going to say like a dark path in that victim mindset where it was like, life is happening to me. I didn't have anything good that was going on. People just have it better than me. And very much like in that contracted state of living through a lot of fear. And the, the quote that really shifted me and changed things for me was do something today that your future self will thank you for. Hmm. Because for me at that point in my life, I thought that life was just so out of my control and things would just happen. And I just had to be at the uh, expense of what would happen in life. And didn't realize the power and the potency of my own choices and my own thinking and my own feeling. And so I think that that was the first moment that things really started to click for me. And then I started finding things like books, like books was the first area that I ever really dove into that really started to expand me because prior to that, it was just looking towards my immediate circle. And I didn't come from a place where it was a lot of positive influence. I grew up around a lot of drugs and alcohol and people who were from broken families and stuff. And so being in that space, it was kind of like, this is just the way that you go. This is just where people are going. And I'm going to follow this path too, based on what I see. And so once this, once I started seeing people that were outside of my immediate sphere of influence, I noticed that they also had stories that weren't related to this is what I was given, but this is who I became despite what I was given. And then that was a really, that was a really big moment for me to realize that no matter where I've come from, I always have the power to still create the life that I want to from here. And so choice, choice is what gave me the resilience that I now have today, I think, and the power to keep walking the path, no matter what shows up for it. Fuck yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I say fuck yeah because i also know that i very similar i i it's so funny the other day you were talking about how you're swearing you're like if i want to swear i'm just gonna fucking swear because oh, it means yes. i'm passionate about it and, <laughs> and i don't know if it's because of part of us holding on to like our our younger you know being raised or however it is but i'm very similar in that way people are like no when you swear you sound uneducated i'm like fuck that. <laughs> I'm passionate. <laughs> it's passionate. I feel like it's an enhancer to everything. Yes. If I were to say something with the word fuck in it, it just makes it that much more fun and activated than if I were to just say it. I feel like I'm like dulling myself down if I don't swear. I agree. So should we, we should normalize more swearing again. I agree a hundred percent. I'm I'm doing it just through my like talking about the fucking words all the time. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love and- that. I love what you were sharing too. Kind of from my perspective, it was like the thing that really allowed me to shift. And my story too had a lot of more so drug and gang affiliation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was raised Christian and then rebelled really hard. I started running away when I was 12, 13 years old. And then that led me into this complete, like the the tiger, the lion got, got let out of the cage and all of this pent up trauma and anger and rage and like, resistance to control just came out and I went completely the opposite way. And 
that led me down into this victim. And, and then that led me into this emptiness, like, oh, money doesn't fulfill me. Oh, sex doesn't fulfill me. Oh, relationships, uh, work, um, entitlement, like none of this seemed to work. And then all of a sudden it switched into the dark side of like, mm. everything's happening to me. Why is everything going wrong? Why do I feel shitty? Why all of that and similar, but a little bit different was basically the perspective that everything is happening for me, not to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that perspective shifts you from the victim into the victor. 100%. And, and it was, a, I remember this moment, it was, I was in Costa Rica and I was like surfing. It was like 4.30 AM, 5 AM. We were, we woke up, we went to the beach and I'm surfing. The sun is coming up and it just clicked. It was like a, a light bulb went off. The neurocircuitry in my brain just connected all together. And I was like, all of the shit, all of the good, all of the positive, all of the negative, all of that is happening for me. All of it, all of the time. How beautiful is life to orchestrate this for me in every mm-hmm. single moment? And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, we can kind of talk on this in a personal way, but then also in our business, right? It's like when you have this like mindset that allows you to adapt, um, to learn from life, whether your personal development or your business development, you're learning from every which thing that's happening all of the time. And it's transformational. It's so transformational. Like life is literally the best teacher. And I think that's why I became a life coach is because Mm. I could always be learning from someone else and looking up to them in the way that they've perceived life and to be given that opportunity to look at life through a different lens, that lens of love and gratitude and growth or the Mm. lens of fear and victim and negativity. And I think despite whichever circumstances happen in our lives, we still have the opportunity to change the way that we want to look at it. And life is always giving us exactly what we need at that time, even if we don't think that we need it. Always. Always. And we always have what we need to overcome whatever life is giving us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like, we just get to flow with life and see where it takes us. And the beautiful polarities and dynamics that happen, despite, you know, what we're wanting to happen, what is actually happening is so beautifully perfect. Even if we don't understand it in the now moments, it's like when you look back and you're like, that happened in the perfect way, exactly how it needed to, to bring me to where I am now. And I wouldn't be who I am now if that stuff didn't happen the way that it did. Could, could not be. No. And, and I think that it's such a, I know even in, in relationships or in business, we each probably have lots of interesting stories and it's, it's realizing, I, I think at a certain level, not that there's a finish line, but a certain level of this awareness that even when that unpreferred, I won't even call it negative, just mm-hmm. unpreferred situation is arising, whether it's chaos in an airport or a client <laughs> leaving or whatever it is, it's, yeah. it could be unpreferred to know that that's happening divinely as well is like probably one of the biggest life hacks that I have ever been able to actually embody because doesn't mean that I like brush it off. Like, oh yeah, that shitty thing just happened. But I'm like, whoa, cool. Like, where is the medicine in what's happening? Where is it? I, maybe I don't feel great. And I allow myself to feel angry or to feel a little bit like upset. Like that's okay to allow those feelings to, to be there, but where's the medicine Mm -hmm. in the situation and, and going through life, learning that there's medicine, like truly transformational medicine that I believe from a higher perspective, you have already planned that out for yourself. 
So like, you're like, we're living this life, but this higher self in a quantum model of reality is like planning it out for you every second based on the decision and choices that you make constantly. Yeah. And so it's like, it's redesigning a perfect life for us. Every second, every word, every decision, any, every energetic dynamic that we operate on. Hmm. Mm. Yes, I feel that. I feel that so, so deeply where it's like every single decision that we make brings us onto a timeline that's always bringing us closer to our our state of our highest alignment, like who we're actually here to become. Mm-hmm. And we, as the human with the free will, we always get to choose which path do I want to take, but everything on that path is always happening for us. So when we get to look at all of the, like you said, like Un, like the unpleasant circumstances that we don't agree with they're still so divinely perfect like we were talking about before we got on the podcast the whole airport situation that I had it was one of those moments where I'm like I missed my flight I don't know what I'm gonna do next I'm embarrassed I'm so uncomfortable and I'm angry and I'm going to allow myself to feel the emotions that are arising but I know that on the other side of this experience this is happening so so perfectly I may not see that right now but there's something within this that I'm supposed to be learning or Mm -hmm. someone that I'm meant to be connecting with and then as soon as you shift that perspective you get out of the victim mindset and you open yourself up to all the possibilities and then it becomes a much more fun and enjoyable experience in my opinion it's kind of like life is just this this game where it's like okay what am I going to do next where am I going to go next and how can I have fun along the way (laughs) the infinite game that we get to play yeah exactly it's and it it doesn't for anyone listening this doesn't mean that shit doesn't go unpreferred or unpleasantly in our lives it just means that you know, you could have been in this airport freaking out, having this crazy breakdown, or you can look at it like, whoa, okay, like, who am I supposed to meet? What's supposed to happen? Maybe it it was delayed by half an hour and you meet some guy getting a coffee in -hmm. Starbucks that changes your life. Like that is magic that is present when we're listening to what the universe is telling us. Like, oh, (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. It's like, there's always this magic that's going on around us. And if we allow ourselves to slow down enough to be with it and to be in it, that's the best word that you can use to describe it is magic because there's no such thing as coincidences. It's just you realizing how powerful that your soul is and how synchronistic that life is as well. A hundred percent. And it's, oh man where was it going back to what you were sharing is that like there's no we have choice Mm -hmm. the the human has choice we all have choice and you know people listening can say okay well we're in a position of privilege well we've made choices to be here and then the same person who is in in india or in africa or in europe or south america they have choice in their own way in their own life Mm -hmm. to choose their own teachers their own lessons their own medicine. And I know myself working with different clients as well is people have this like kind of limiting belief that when they, you know, fail or they give into something that they're working on, they don't make the, the right choice, you know? Um, mm. However, it's reprogramming that and being like, Hey, there isn't a wrong choice because it's like a, one of those, like, you know, when the road splits and it goes around like a tree or something and yeah. both it, they're, it's going in the same direction yeah. at the end of it. I don't know what those are called. But, you yeah, know, like a, 
like a barricade. I don't know what that's called, but I know exactly what you mean. You can see it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, no matter what, you're always going down this right path. Like you're always going down the right path. It's just that sometimes it might take you a little bit longer to learn the lesson or to come to that decision. That's going to bring you closer to where you're ultimately going. Exactly. And and sometimes that path, I think of it like life where, you know, we're talking about life and life coaching and all these things. And, you know, we're on, we're on a a journey, we're on a hike Mm -hmm. and there's no finish line. There's a couple, there's many beautiful lookouts throughout Mm -hmm. this finish line, but there's, or there's no actual finish line. There's many lookouts. And once you get to the one peak, there's another peak, but along this journey, sometimes it feels good to like go off and explore and maybe you find a waterfall and some beautiful water to swim in or maybe you find some prickle bushes and some poison ivy and you get attacked by a bear like okay cool but then you make your way back to the main trail and you're okay you you've learned how to use more discretion and more life skills and you go a little bit further and it's just like that wasn't wrong because you needed to learn that to mm-hmm. overcome whatever's further along on your journey Yeah. Like it gave you the strength and the resilience and the knowledge and the wisdom in order to bring you even more power so that by the next time you come across something like that, you have a deeper level of awareness and a different relationship with not only yourself, but the thing that's coming up for you in the future. And I think that we have this knowledge that we're receiving constantly, but when we fully embody it, that's when it becomes wisdom. And that's when we're fully integrated. And it's like, I can see this thing. I can feel this thing intuitively and I'm not going to make that decision in the same way that I would have in the past. And all of these beautiful, despite whether they look positive or negative, it's always perspective and it can always be a beautiful opportunity because life is so much about the perspective that we have towards it. And that's creating our experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then that experience creates our reality. Mm-hmm. And the reality is the world, the lens in which we see the world through this human vessel as pure spirit consciousness. Yeah. And I like to think too, that our, our, our souls chose this specific human experience, whether that means that you receive privilege or the parental dynamic that you did, or being born in a certain country or a certain area that there, that was the soul growth that you needed. And that's why you're here in this time. And for some, like, privilege might mean something different to another person than it does to you. And I think that we Mm -hmm. all have the privilege of living and that's what it's all about is living your life in the way that you get to make the choices that are aligned with you and what your soul is calling you into. 100%. Um, I I, I like sharing that perspective and I actually haven't, there's obviously a lot of other people I speak to in different ways, but like to actually have that perspective of like, you know, people are like, well, how does this, how do you justify then the person living in Africa or in India or South America? And it's like, I fully believe it. And this might, you know, some people might have something to say about this from this perspective, but every human being on this earth has chosen the life that they live. Mm-hmm. And every human being on this earth has choice. Like they actually have the ability to make choices in their life. And it looks different, but they've chosen that. And whatever they mm-hmm. transmute is their journey right? Mm -hmm. And it's just such a beautiful perspective to share with people, no matter what their trauma, no matter what their pain, no matter what their situation is that you've chosen this. And if you believe that, then you have empowered yourself to work through it as Mm -hmm. the victor, instead of the victim of your external circumstance. Because if you're breathing, you're alive. 
And yeah. if you're alive, that's, that's what you have in common with every other human on this planet. <laughs> and it's a gift. It's such yes. a gift. Life is such a beautiful gift. And we get to take where we're currently at and ask, who do I want to be moving forward, no matter what happened in the past? Because we all do have these uh, events and circumstances and traumas that we carry with us energetically. But that doesn't mean that we need to let those be the reasons why we can't do what we want to do in the future. Some of my most favorite stories are from people who have had a struggle or something that happened really traumatic to them in the past and they use that as fuel to move them forward and mm -hmm. said like it doesn't matter where I came from it matters who I become and yeah. who you are and who you are like yeah, in this are. moment yeah exactly who do I want to be right now moving forward yeah always mm -hmm. <laughs> who do I want to be right now moving forward now but, yep. yeah who do I want to be moving forward always now? <laughs> Something around that. I'm going to fine tune that. I like it. I like that. I love that a lot. Because then we're just progressing in the now, but moving forward. Yeah. And kind of going back on it. It's like, that doesn't mean that there is failure. I think that the only, I don't even want to coin it failure, but the only like blockage or failure if we want to say is not starting is not mm -hmm. wanting to work on yourself it's not working mm -hmm. on yourself and failing or working on your relationship and ending or or working on your business or quitting your nine to five to start a business and it failing and you going back to a job there was still medicine for you to learn at that job like exactly. you, you were guided back to there to learn a couple more skills before you you go and do the next thing right mm -hmm. and so we're always we're moving forward and I like to use an analogy of that. We're on a, a ball of energy of water and earth and oxygen and, and CO2 mm -hmm. spinning through space, like very quickly. So we're in constant motion and there's an energetic stream that is coming through our planet all of the time. And it is only the human ego, not that there's anything wrong, but the human ego that decides a moment is good or decides a moment is bad to the universe to the or even just our planet a moment just is yeah like, it, it just is we it, it's a moment in time and if you zoom out if you scope up like bird's eye view and then you know go out of our atmosphere it's just a moment in time it's just the human ego that is trying to identify with a success or a failure or a good moment or a bad moment instead of it being a moment in time mm -hmm. yeah we that's it yeah. It's like we make meaning out of things that are meaningless and then we let those moments define us. When in truth, like you mentioned failure earlier, I think one of the things that really shifted that for me was the perspective of a failure is like the acronym failure is first attempt in learning. And so mm. it just becomes this moment of learning so that you can move forward from that and having that as a beautiful gift and not looking at it like it's good or bad or right or wrong, but just looking at it as neutral because if we looked at everything as just neutral and as happening we wouldn't suffer so much our suffering is all through our thinking yeah pain, pain happens but it doesn't mean that it's bad it, i 100 yeah. and we we almost like overcomplicate and over it's the ego that really gets this validation in this attachment to the emotion of an experience Oh, positive or negative 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's validating that story from your past that maybe something happened and you created a meaning about it and then something else happens. And it's like, I'm just validating that I get to be the victim or I'm validating that I get to, you know, have this identity about myself. But so much of our decision-making is also rooted in our identity where it's like, we're giving our power to things that are completely out of our control as well. I love it. This is great. Yeah. Now, in in relation to this, we can kind of, what is a practice, a modality, a method that you like to use to, and I don't want to use the word, I don't like remove ego. I think the ego is, that's this in a way, it should be on like the passenger seat. That's kind of mm-hmm. like, it shouldn't be driving. Mm-hmm. But is there something that you do in your life or with clients that allows you to, you know, put that ego in the back seat or the passenger seat instead of driving uh, in the front? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. I think that um, our ego gets to work with us because there's a purpose to it and that sense of keeping us safe and protected from harm's way and pain. But like you mentioned, it doesn't need to be in the driver's seat. I think that our consciousness needs to be in the driver's seat and looking at life from this perspective of expansion. So for me, once I understood the ego, it was and understanding that, yes, there's an ego there. And what are the stories that my ego is telling me? I notice that they're always based in fear when at the core of who I am, I am truth and I am love and I'm an infinite being who's always expanding. Mm-hmm. But there's this part of me that thinks the complete opposite. So the modality that I discovered that completely transformed my life is breathwork. And we've connected about breathwork before <laughs> where, you know, we can get beyond our logical thinking mind and beyond our ego where you attune to that energy and that feeling and that awareness where you're so connected with your body. And it's just like, my heart is open. My mind is quiet and I feel everything. And it feels so beautiful and so powerful. And if I'm ever finding that I'm stuck in my head or I'm in this anxious fear-based state. If I go through breath work, I come out with the solutions that I never would have been able to get to just by thinking about them. Do you want to hear my best and favorite pun about breath work? Absolutely. I do. It's been right <laughs> under your nose the whole time. Yes. I love that one. <laughs> I know, it's like the answers you've been seeking have been under your nose the whole entire time. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, uh, and I love that you, you said that as well. And it's really like helping deprogram or dampen that prefrontal cortex, the thinking mind, which is generally the ego trying to create this identity around. Again, that's, it's not bad. I believe that over the course of our ascension or evolution, the spirit has created many physical layers to be a representation of what we see right now. And in that process, we needed forms of this ego to, you know, to, to build this density, to, to build this in physical form. However, now we're kind of going back the other way and coming into this like crystalline light body form more so. Right. And, and breath work for me was like, I had done plant medicines. I had done ayahuasca and psilocybin. I've worked very closely with these um, different medicines all over the world, but it was breath work many years ago in Bali that actually completely transformed my life. And I know that you, you've been using breath work as well. And my, my, along the same lines with the ego, it's very similar. That really helps breath work and cold showers. Um, work really well. The ego isn't as much for the cold shower other than it humbles me every single day. When I jump in cold water or take a cold shower, 
that humbles the ego uh, in a way that like I can wake up and I think I'm this and I think I'm that and you hop in a cold shower and you're cold and then you breathe through it. <laughs> and, you're like, Damn. Yeah. And the other thing that helps me kind of put that ego on the, the drivers or the passenger seat, sorry, is continuing to drop back into the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart just doesn't have that, that, you know, shadow aspect of the ego attached to it it's usually up here in the mind Mm -hmm. and so dropping back into the heart whether it's you know when someone cuts you off in traffic or or a business partner or a client whatever that is that's triggering this egoic response that needs to feel validated and and Mm -hmm. worthy in in front of other people to really drop in that heart space i um i found that with with dropping back into my heart i i noticed i'd have these moments where i'm so triggered like it's something happening externally and i'm so triggered and so uncomfortable and if i just take a moment to breathe like breathing in through my nose and then that elongated exhale where i imagine bringing all of that dense energy into my heart but then taking it and expanding it outwards it's almost like i'm bringing it down and it's like neutralizing it so that i can look at it from this sense of like loving heart-centered space and then it's just like everything just drops and it's like all of that tense energy is gone because if I bring it up it's just like mm, so much freedom so much freedom mm-hmm. I love the word freedom it's my honestly my core value like my driving factor where I'm like freedom from myself, freedom from my thoughts, freedom from my fears, freedom of choice. I think that at the core of who we all are, we all desire that sense of freedom. And if we can breathe into a sense of freedom, so freeing, so healing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even just the breath and its ability to go like into the cells, into your DNA and release, I going into like trauma and energy. It's like, when I, I look at energy as this like stream that's going through us through the chakras constantly, right? Just like the planet where we have energy streaming through us. And the minute that we attach onto something or the minute that we suppress something, we push it down somewhere into this physical body. And there's all kinds of things that can help, you know, unstuck that energy. Um, but breath goes deep into the cells, literally goes into the cells and starts to remove literally like some of the mucus and the stagnation in the body that can allow us to release things that we didn't even know we were holding on to. Very similar to a plant medicine or a psychedelic type of experience that people are talking about a lot right now. Um, And again, like I've had more profound healings and transformations on breathworks than any range of psychedelic or plant medicine that is available on the planet currently um, because it's you doing the work. Yeah. And and this is a kind of something interesting. I don't know how much we can explore, but like I worked a lot with these medicines and these plants. And the reality is, is I'm still empowering ayahuasca. I'm still empowering Mm -hmm. cannabis. I'm still empowering psilocybin to heal me instead of using my ability to heal myself and that's not for everyone right away however um i think as we move forward you know breath and this connection that we're talking about is it's so interesting it's free you can do it wherever you are and they're showing and proving more and more that it might be one of the most powerful things for transformation in in your life a hundred percent i i so 
deeply agree with that. I, I can honestly say with the truth is that breathwork saved my life because before I ever got on the journey, it was, I struggled with so much anxiety and panic attacks. And that was the thing that really anchored me back into my body and back into the sense of safety. And I always saw someone outside of me being better than me or having the answers. And like, I got onto this journey a little while ago where it was like, I was constantly seeking more mentorship and more coaching and more, 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 more. I need that next thing in order to fix me, to make me feel better, to make me feel whole. And it was constantly giving my power away. And I think that we can do that with things like psychedelics or supplements or food or relationships or social media validation. When in truth, we can come back to, if I can just breathe back into the sense of safety and freedom in my body, I don't actually need anything outside of me in order to heal myself. And what I learned through breathwork is that we're all, we're all always our own best healers but the body knows how to do the work if we allow it to. The breath will go exactly where it needs to. I've had so many emotional releases and so many things that were trapped inside of my system that no matter how much mindset work I had done or no matter how many journeys I had gone on, breath was always the solution to every problem for me. Fuck yes. Yeah, fuck yes to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mean, that's, it's really interesting because very similar anxiety, chronic anxiety, depression, stress, plant medicines, all the things, the things that helped me. And this is why, you know, I started Oasis was adaptogens. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that help the, the physical body with the different level of stressors um, and then breath work. And then starting to pair these together has been so huge to get that body back into connection. And what you were sharing is, there is a lot of people that are empowering their gurus, whether it's a, a coach, uh, a yoga, uh, a plant medicine shaman, the gym, whatever it is, we can empower these things. But at the end of the day, it's us putting that power back into ourselves and then deciding, hey, this working out makes me feel good. This coach can still help me, but I don't need them. They're just a reflection of me to support me at this point. Um, and where I am. And then what you've really ended on with is like the fifth dimensional principle of like, I am like, mm-hmm. we just are, we don't need anything outside of us to be valid, to be healed, to be whole, to expand, to be the best version of ourselves. We just need to be, and to be present. And this breath can be this beautiful vehicle for this state of presence. Yeah. Yeah. For such a state of presence. And when you come back to that, remembering that I am the answer and the problem, that's so healing. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem and the solution all at the same time. Cause and effect. And then how it's like mixing all together. Yeah. They're directly related. And it's really beautiful because I think that when we do have mentorship and such like that, they're activating what already exists within us. Like there's already this thing inside of you, but the coach and the mentor is helping pull that back out of you. They're helping you see what you don't yet see in yourself yet. And so if we can have this perspective where we're able to utilize a modality such as breathwork, and even with plant medicine, it's like that stuff was never outside of you. It's always been inside. That thing is just a tool to activate that truth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Any tool, any tool, any tool. It's always like everything you seek is inside of you. And it's such a, like that quote is out there all the time, but it's a core truth of life is that 
we're always seeking things outside of us when in truth, everything that we need is always inside of us, but it's so scary and so uncomfortable to go inside because a lot of people have had such a resistance with that and struggle with our emotionality and the way that we feel inside of our bodies and how to process the emotions and the vibrations that do move through us. And if we can learn how to better cope with them and better manage them and better feel them, we become powerful beyond what we ever thought possible oh, yeah and and then being willing being brave enough to look inside at all of that stuff that you haven't dealt with whether it's things in your childhood or heartbreaks all of those times where you didn't have the awareness or the ability to consciously process these situations in your life for lack of a better term a situation all of that stuff needs to be felt. There's no bypassing this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes us, you know, we look outside of ourselves all of the time and there's so many distractions and so many addictions from vaping to porn, to our phones, to alcohol, to drugs. Like there, it, it, there's so much for us to distract from how we're feeling instead of taking that time. And like you said, everything you seek is inside of you. Mm -hmm. truly and and the other simple phrase that i like is just to be the change um, mm -hmm. and to incorporate both of those together and you know when you're looking inside of yourself and you're being the change that's how you create a ripple in the world you can't outwardly do that either we can't out or outwardly try to fix the world before we've spent the time to go into our inner world um, and that's where all of this magic and all of this truth and all of this wisdom i like that you shared earlier mm -hmm. want to touch on it is that understanding is the understanding of these like, quantum universal principles but the wisdom is once that understanding becomes embodied mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can understand what you're saying or i can speak from wisdom because i've embodied it i've lived it i've experienced it yeah yeah you it's a felt and known experience now at that point and i think that that's where the best change comes from is when we are not thinking that we need to change the world because when we change the world changes and you get to be the example of what is possible. And one of my most favorite things is to imagine that we are, you know, kind of like we're all this dense energy, like, you know, we're, we're light beings at our core, but what happens in life is we have all these layers that are put on top of us, like these beliefs and this conditioning and these traumas and these stories. And it's like this dark blanket constantly being put on top of us. And by us doing the work to peel back those layers, we're reactivating that light. And when we shine that light, we are taking a layer off of someone else just by our beingness. And so by us being embodied in that energy, energy and that frequency of love we're activating the world around us we're activating the people around us and next thing you know there's this web of light all around the world where everybody has been so activated and so open back up again and the only thing that we really needed to do was to look within ourselves and to look at what am I, what are the stories and things that I'm hanging on to what are the layers that I'm keeping on top of myself and Am I going to allow myself to let that go so that I can be more free from the things that have been weighing me down? Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was in Thailand, very close to after I did my first breathwork session, I had this, um, this image that came to me and 
before this, I wasn't super visual unless I was on a, a psychedelic. So it was a really cool experience. And it was, it was a, a boy and it, mm -hmm. I obviously put it as me at that moment, but it, I wouldn't actually say it looked exactly like me, but it was a boy uh, sitting on this big rock cliff looking thing up over the earth and his hands were just dripping light energy. Oh. And the earth was below spinning and these, these hands actually very similar to this painting. Like that's got the earth and that's like the guy, but not, or this tapestry mm -hmm. and the hands were dripping this light energy onto the planet and mm -hmm. every drop went and then it expanded and another drop would fall and it would expand. And then eventually the whole planet had just expanded into this light energy where it was all connected and that's just what it reminded me of when you said we're we're peeling away these layers and mm. your beingness is helping others we're shining light to where their shadows are misunderstood and helping them understand them and then also it's like actually one of my friends who's very close to where you are right now that mm. it made a note to connect you to her before you go um she taught me something beautiful was just your presence is your medicine Mm -hmm. and the more present that we can become with our clients with our families with our partners any that is the medicine just that sense of presence and our beingness or our presence is the medicine that we offer yeah yeah because really what we're all craving more than anything is to just feel seen and heard and validated and if we can give that gift to someone, that's where their healing comes from too. It's not from us trying to do the work for them. It's us being with them while they're doing the work on themselves. Because then they're doing the learning. Yeah, Instead they're doing the learning. Telling them, we can't tell them. No. We, can, we just have to remind them of their own divinity, their own greatness. That's like, yeah, it's like the power is inside of you. It's been inside of you all along. And I just want to remind you of it. I always say this too, like, it's not even a spiritual awakening. It's a spiritual remembering because it's everything has already been going on inside. It's just that we need to remember that you are powerful. You are infinite. You are connected already. You are so whole. It's just that we get to come back to that remembering. And I think as leaders and mentors and coaches and guides, it's helping activate that in someone because then we get to take the pressure off of ourselves as well. And there's no ego attachment as to mm -hmm. like, if someone gets these results, then that makes me worthy. Or if this happens for this person, then that means I'm a good coach. It's like, it has nothing to do with any of those things because it really is about those people doing the work on themselves. And we're just being the space holders for that. And we all have the capacity to help others heal, but really they're helping them heal themselves. Yes. I, I love having this conversation. We've only, only spoken a couple very short amount of times and very, very similar. This universal <laughs> wisdom that comes through. It's, we're just rememberers. That's all we are. Like we're a catalyst for allowing people to be reminded. And this confused me in the beginning of my awakening because I was looking around and everyone, I won't say everyone, a lot of the people in the communities that I was associated with was like, I'm broken. I'm, I need to be healed. And I was like, wait a sec. I looked at like, like a book. I'm like, okay. But like, if every day is like one page of this book and you flip the page and you start the next day, you get to write whatever you fucking want on that page. You're not defined by the last page from the last day. And so if I want to keep identifying as broken, I was like, no, it's like, we're whole, we're complete, we're healed. And we forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's a journey of remembering. It's not a journey of 
constantly needing to heal. It's just a re like remembering all of these physical manifestations that are helping remind us of our wholeness. Mm -hmm. And so I love how you articulated that because I, I believe that like so like so deeply in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I think it is so freeing for us. And then in our embodiment as a coach, our embodiment of that truly allows that person to create their own container as well, where they have to show up for themselves. If they yeah. Yeah. Like self-responsibility, right? It's yeah. taking that power back for ourselves and taking and realizing that I never, I was never missing anything. And I think that when we say things along the lines of like, I am broken or I need to be fixed or I need to get there in order to be happy, then we're always feeling like we need to do more in order to feel like we are enough. And I think that that's where majority of the population is right now is on that state of achieving the next thing and getting to the next goal. And whether that be through something work-related or relationship-related or even personal development-related too and money-related, you know, it's always like if I keep going and if I keep doing all these things, well, once I get there, well, then I'm this, then I'm this. It's that when and then when in truth, that's so much our ego that's never fulfilled as we are when we can come back into that truth of, I am whole and complete as I am right now. And I need nothing outside of me in order to feel like I'm enough. And that is the truth. And that is the truth of all of us. It's just remembering that truth. Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love good. Um, okay. Well, I love all this. My, my one other thing that I think is always super fun to talk to legitimate people who are actually helping people in life because a lot of people I don't think understand exactly what a life coach really does um and then I also like I hear a lot just in in the work that I do and I only work with a very select amount of clients because of the other projects that I have going on um but I always tell them they're like okay well what's the difference between like a therapist and a life coach and I have my perspective of this but I would love to hear, not that we're therapists, so we can't, we're speaking from our perspectives, but um, what is your, you know, what's the difference from your perspective of, you know, like a therapist that would be helping someone with a certain thing and, and a life coach being able to help someone with a certain yeah, that's a beautiful question. And it's funny that you ask because someone asked me that the other day as well. And I think that they are both so beautiful and so important in their own ways. And a therapist is going to be someone who helps you understand why you are the way that you are. And a life coach is someone who's going to help you understand who you are and who you're here to become. So I think that a coach is the embodiment of who you're aspiring to be like or what you're wanting to create for your life. And they are guiding you down the path, but giving you the strength that you need in order to walk it on your own. And therapy is going to help you understand why you are the way that you are and what brought you to this point. So I know that there's people who bring both together, but coaching and therapy, I think that they can be married together and there are coaches or therapists who are coaches and there's elements and modalities that are brought into both of them together. But for me, what I've understood about it is one is more diagnosis related and more in the past, whereas one is more future oriented and creation oriented. Coaching is creation oriented. Therapy is um, past oriented, let's say. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an important question for people because we're seeing, you know, the likes of 
Tony Robbins, I think, was someone in North America who really just brought life kind of lifestyle coaching into a more mainstream. And obviously, there's so many other people. I see him as one of the people that really kind of years ago, before probably we were even born, was starting to like develop this type of like kind of rough framework to pave the way for people like yourself and many others, and, and myself included, that can show up and and teach this you know life experience of who you are and who you are becoming mm-hmm. in such a beautiful way and and my answer to the same question would basically be very simple but i find that therapy is right for certain people but it does definitely focus on the past whereas a life coach focuses on the present always and so mm-hmm. the present and then that future that's coming and mm-hmm. and can bring in again modalities that help people you know accept that past breath work for example transcendental meditation and and movement but some other people really need to express uh their past to someone and Mm -hmm. and they need to have that understanding and and that's really beautiful for that experience but that's kind of where i would um, draw the line but then there is a lot of people doing all kinds of different crossovers and this and that and i think at the end of the day people are still gonna go wherever is most divine for them to go even if one leads from here to there from here to here everything is perfect. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, exactly. so perfect. I love that. That's a beautiful explanation. Yeah. Well, anything else that feels present with you in this moment mm. uh, to share? This was a beautiful conversation. Mm, it was fun. I love these. I just, in all honesty, I love these conversations where it's like we unravel and see where they take us and we bring whatever is meant to be brought into those conversations. So more than anything, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you to whoever's tuning in and listening to this. And I'm excited to just be on this life journey and to be of service and supporting and share my own experiences with people and the lessons that I learned along the way. Beautiful. Yeah. It was an honor to have you here. All of Taylor's information will be linked in the description below for this podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in. And if you have any questions about anything that we shared, reach out to us. I'm sure both of us would love to share any more perspective on this or anything else. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you.